0: Hey everybody, Drew here. Uh, Shift F1 is off this week and next week, coinciding with the Formula One summer break. So to give you all something to listen to until then, we decided to unlock one of our Patreon episodes, specifically the one entitled W Series 101. Uh, This is a lot like our preseason primer episode that we do for Formula One, except this time, of course, we are bringing everyone up to speed on the female-only Open Wheel Championship W Series. You will learn in this episode, how it differs from Formula 1 and uh, its other feeder series, uh, along with who everybody is, driver bios and stories, and how to watch the W series. Uh, if you like this episode, you can get more like it over at patreon.com slash one or click the link in the show notes, uh, along with uh, movie review episodes that we do, like this month's Speed Racer, which really is something (laughs) uh but uh, as for now please enjoy and we will be back august 25th for the pre-belgium episode and now without further ado here's w series 101
1: Hello, Patron, and welcome to your Patron-exclusive Shift F1 podcast for July 2021. I am Danny O'Dwyer, joined by Drew Scanlon. How are you doing, Drew? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. We're not going to be talking about a film today. We're doing something a little bit different. It's not a race review. It's not a film review. It's not a primer, although it's this one's kind of going to be a little bit like a primer, it sounds like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're calling this uh, the W Series 101. It, it's meant to be like a hey, you've never watched this before. Here's what to expect. Here's like it's. I mean, it serves the purpose that we tried to do with the the Shift F1 primer, but like, uh, it's more like a uh, I I'm gonna be saying everything, and Danny's gonna be the color guy.
1: Yes, I will be the everyman. I everyman. have watched uh, W Series back in, I guess, its first season, which was now two years ago, because last year there wasn't a season in uh, 2019. Uh, they were sort of supporting the, I think it was DTM, um, yeah. it was where they were. Um, and it was all very new. I remember those early days of the broadcasts and I'm trying to figure it all out and who's going to be commentating and what's the racing going to be like and all that sort of stuff. And there has been three races this year which are available, there's like highlights on YouTube. We have to do a bit of work to find the full races. We'll talk about that later. And I've watched those. I've been catching up on the season uh, this year. But yes, I am I am not as knowledgeable about W Series. Um, and just like the other primer, well, we've done lots of primers in the past on on various different types of motorsports. If you're a patron, of course, you can go back on the podcast feed and grab all those um, as you need to. Um, There might be a couple, was there a couple on f one as well? There were, before? yeah. There were so the old old F one feed, which I think is still around um, over on Giant Bomb. If you could look for it on iTunes, that probably has a few too. Um, but yeah, if you don't know how these go, it's basically Drew being Drew. Drew is one <laughs> of the like you are a, a analytical, data driven, uh, like guy who likes to know. You like to know to be able to look at something and say that's how it works. Um, and uh, I, I have six pages of notes. Perfect. And I am a lazy slob who likes to. Ask questions <laughs> and tell you what I think about things. So that's what we're going to be doing uh, today on the on the podcast. Uh, so how do we start this W Series? There's a, the, you know, right from the top, what are, what are we talking about with this one, Drew?
0: Yeah. So W Series is a it's an all female single seater racing championship, um, which right away when it was announced caused a stir, um, yeah. kind of on both sides of the equation here like a lot of women um were pretty down on it um and some still are <clears throat> though some interestingly are in the series who initially uh didn't like it and they, they came around but I, I you know their main point was racing is something that um men and women can both compete together in so why this is a bad idea because it's going to segregate women
1: into their own series Right, which I think um, is a valid sort of, concern. Yeah, and the the, the the logic on the other side being that, well, s- clearly, <laughs> systematically, there is something preventing women from competing on an equal plane to men in uh, kind of not just F one, like like kind of across the board. You keep trickling down. Like there there are female drivers. We have seen them in Formula Two and Formula Three, um, but not that many. And you know sometimes when you look at like NASCAR for instance where you had breakthrough women in that sport like it still didn't create like a like a you know a, a flow of right, A of groundswell of, of other you
0: know girls yeah. and women coming up. Lewis Hamilton ranks. is
1: still one of the only you know black drivers in F1 you know what I mean like it's it's, it's yeah he's the it, only one in F1
0: and there aren't a lot of other black drivers in motorsport in general.
1: In general right. Kind yeah, of the same thing the, so, so it's it's that kind of idea of even when you have someone break through the ceiling, it's not like this. It's easy to there's a ladder to the ceiling there. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's it's not providing a, enough of a push.
0: Yeah, and and so the 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 thinking was well, if we had more visibility for women, then you would get more of a pool of potential uh, women wanting to join this. And so that's what W Series is trying to do. Um, they're trying to establish something that will get eyeballs on women racers um, that will help grow that kind of grassroots movement to get more girls and women uh, into the sport. Uh, another thing that they're doing, though, is that W Series is, and we'll describe uh, wh- how they do this, um, it is really this sort of rotating, um, uh, you know, not a not a feeder series, but more like... Um, it's like a it's like a training uh, uh, series, really, right. for uh, uh, drivers who don't have a lot of experience. I mean, that's another thing. Like just getting drive time in what are basically Formula Three cars is very difficult. You yeah. know, it's it's expensive, um, and that's kind of one of the big things that makes W Series unique. Uh, aside from the the you know the gender split, is that it is free for the drivers to race. Right. Um, whereas in you know every other racing series, you've got to come up with sponsor money to be able to buy a seat. Um, yeah, instead, and, and, go ahead.
1: Yeah, and that also comes. Some of that comes from the legacy. Is that it's it, it is trickier to get sponsorship as a, as a woman within the field of motorsport and and i can see like to me this is a very logical thing at the time i remember sort of like thinking about it in terms of how um women's mma had had basically exploded over the course of a very very short period of time where the ufc weren't going to have women in the sport at all for the longest time you know you had ronda rousey who who, she definitely did break through the the ceiling and on that one um but just the amount of like names now the amount of like uh like, it's, it's night and day. Like, now you have pay-per-views that are, like, headlined by women all the time, no one bats an eyelid. And, like, that is also, you know, you can't escape the fact that, like, a lot of these sports are maybe majority male viewed. But, like, even in that case, some of the more chauvinistic, in, you know, intentions, perhaps, of that audience disappeared. Like, over... like in a very short period of time hmm. and now the skill because there's incentive because there's sponsorship money because there's pipelines the skill level in women's mma is insane so it's it's a similar kind of thing where you're like oh somebody needs to basically provide a bit of help here or get out of the way maybe or you know provide pipelines into it um and that's yeah like you said this isn't it's not an equivalent with formula two or formula three in terms of skill i, I wouldn't say i think that would be an unfair comparison to make but certainly, in terms of thirst and drive, it's mm-hmm. right there.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because again, a lot of these women just do not have the depth of experience um, that a lot of their, you know, contemporaries do. Uh, so to get into W series, instead of this, you know, sponsor money for a seat kind of thing, there's a selection process where drivers yeah. undergo not only driving tests but like media tests as well. You know, how well do they do answering questions from the press? You know, that kind of thing. How weird is your name?
1: <laughs> right. normal oh, we normal got some motorsport stuff yeah, yeah we got the some women's good ones. I, it might be even crazier in w series than it is in f1 <laughs> by Visser. Um, yes
0: <laughs> yes uh the other big differentiating factor is that um w series really tries to ensure that everyone is racing on equal machinery hmm. um, and there are you know formula two and formula three are ostensibly spec series or you know all the same car, but um, the teams still have a large influence on how well the car performs. So to combat this, W Series actually swaps some of the cars around between races, meaning that you could be racing in a completely different car from race to race. I think they used to do it every
1: race the first season. Is that right? Yeah,
0: they used to... Yeah, you would just like get a random car. Um, (laughs) Right now, uh, the let's see here from their website, specifically the drive trains, meaning the engine transmission and electronic control unit from the top three finishers in the previous race are given to what I think are random drivers who finished uh, sixth to 16th. Hmm. So they take the the best performing cars and they put them back in the pack. And then those, right. those top drivers get, you know, uh, those other cars. So, um, it's not, it's not quite like the round Robin, um, but it's close yeah Mm. uh in that case though the the chassis and the crew remain the same Mm. um so yeah w series is just trying to remove as many external factors as possible so that the raw talent of the drivers shines through and and at this i think it's really successful when you watch it it feels to me like the cream is rising to the top like if if i were to rank who i thought were the most impressive drivers uh, of, of the 2019 season, it would look very similar to the championship standings, <laughs> right, which yeah. honestly
1: is not something I can say about Formula One. No, no, it's different. It, it prov- and it provides a different because it's more even. I feel like there is perhaps less, sometimes less drama, you know, as a result, there's less cars, you know, there's there's good there's good hard racing. Um, mm-hmm. I think Silverson was a good example of this where if you taught the Hamilton-Verstappen battle around those four corners was something oh. you should have seen that the, the, yeah that was so cool man. that was like 10 corners they were fighting yes. for it was awesome
0: yes um so the the winner of the w series championship gets a cash prize of five hundred thousand dollars, uh which they can put toward a seat in another racing series um and then the rest of the field gets an additional um one million dollars divided amongst them um and the top eight receive super license points so right. As a refresher, it takes 40 super license points that you've accumulated from other racing series to qualify for F1, Uh, and the FIA basically gives you, it it has determined how many super license points each series will give you based on how close they think it is to Formula One. So, in W Series, the champion gets 15 points, and it tapers down from there, which puts W Series, in the eyes of the FIA, on par with NASCAR, uh, Indy Lights, and Super Formula.
1: Okay. Which is really cool. Yeah, that seems appropriate, too.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like we said, with their mission of developing talent, um, at the end of a season, the the bottom half of the field has to reapply to get back in. But um, the the top half automatically gets to race next year based on the championship standings. I think it was technically the top 12 from 2019 carried on, but we have fewer uh drivers this year so i don't know how it's going to work exactly right um but there's an exception now which is the championship winner the the it's a new rule for this year whoever wins cannot return the following year so this is this is all just to keep the series functioning as a continuous showcase uh, of female racing talent
1: interesting um should we talk about who won the first season
0: um, maybe we'll get to okay. that when we, okay. we do drivers. I'm just, um, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll basically just say that after one season, we've already seen W Series racers compete in Formula E, uh, a lot of Formula Regional Series. One was just named a Formula E sim driver, um, and two are attached to Formula One teams, uh, Williams and Aston Martin, as, uh, development and ambassador drivers. Right. So, after just one season. Um, and I think that's going to like exposure is only going to pick up from here because this is the first season as you mentioned Danny that they are supporting formula 1 um at grand prix weekends
1: yeah it's 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 pretty niche like they are very 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 visible this time around
0: yes um so speaking of uh the calendar next up we've got Hungary which if this goes up this week is that the plan yes it then will, yeah. yeah it's this weekend um, and then that'll be halfway through the season. After that, it's Belgium at the end of August, uh, Zandvoort in the Netherlands in September, and finally the United States and Mexican Grand Prix in October. So, Which is really cool races.
1: because, yeah, because the first season they were driving with DTM. So it it wasn't, you know, they had the Hockenheim ring. I think that was the only F1 track that they were driving on. They were, they were at Zolder, Missenoe, Norse Ring, uh, they drove at Assen, which is pretty cool. That's I, another one that I always think of as a MotoGP track, really. Mm-hmm. And then Brand, Brands, Brands Hatch, everyone's favorite from Toka Touring Car Championship. So <laughs> um, it was a very different you know, type of thing. I can't wait to see them on Spa. Whenever the Formula 3 cars are on Spa, you're like, this is silly. Because <laughs> <laughs> they don't go that fast. Well, they go very fast. Relative to F1, and especially the straight at the top of the hill, <laughs> they do not go that fast. So there's a lot of, like, breaking toe trying to happen. It's it's mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah, I mean, and you get
0: that, like, you can get people uh, along straights like that, break a toe, get back in, try again, you know, <laughs> yeah. all, all along the same straight.
1: It's pretty neat.
0: Um, So... But being an F1 support series is not the only change for this year. If you watched in 2019, you'll notice that now the cars have different liveries because there are teams now. Right. Uh, before, they were all just W Series drivers, but now there are nine teams, um, some of which have names you may have heard of, like Puma, um, the uh, clothing brand, and um, Valachi, uh, which is also a they have a, for, uh, an Extreme E team as well. Right. Um, I believe three of the teams are W Series house brands uh, while they are courting other teams. But one of them... um, Kirkland Signature. (laughs) Right. Uh, Vizio. Um, (laughs) One of those, though, is the W Series Academy, which selects two drivers from the the selection process and gives them two-year contracts. Um, So they don't have to worry about that... um, you know uh having to reapply if they come in the bottom half of the field right uh, and and so this is a way to kind of foster young younger talent uh and give them a stable couple years in a racing series to really uh develop that talent
1: yeah cuz a lot of the the women on this uh roster or or in the on the grid are you know folks who have been driving for a decent amount of time it's not it's not like a lot of F3 or below where you you're getting a lot of younger again the pipelines are kind of there uh, there are very young drivers on the grid but then there are you know sort of journey women as well yes. you know what i mean because they never because yeah the, the, it, it is it i don't know to me it is it has succeeded in that it is the most visible the most popular um racing like maybe full stop like open wheel or otherwise in the world at this stage
0: um it, it seems that the W Series personnel are still handling car preparation and maintenance, but I think that may change to a more traditional team garage structure next year. Um, and speaking of the cars, they are, as we mentioned, they're similar to Formula 3 cars, but they're actually more comparable to the Formula Regional. So if you ever watched like Formula, Th- uh, yeah, Formula 3 Asia or right. anything like that. American um, the-
1: Formula 2.
0: <laughs> uh the the chassis is made by an italian company called tattoos with a for the all the gearheads out there a 1.7 liter 270 horsepower turbocharged v4 alfa romeo engine a six-speed gearbox power steering and a carbon fiber monocoque with the halo head protection system uh no hybrid power units here and unlike f2 and f3 uh no drs um yeah. And no Pirelli tires. These are these are hmm. hand cook, and yeah, South Korean. Uh, and no tire blankets either. So yeah, it's more
1: idea. it's it's stripped down. Less costs, I imagine, on a lot of this stuff. Um, yeah, especially the engines. Yeah. Uh,
0: the The weekends themselves are pretty straightforward. You get a thirty minute practice session, a thirty minute open qualifying session. So none of the Q one, two, Q two, Q three. It's all just. Here's 30 minutes, go as fast as you can. Um, Although it does tend to, I don't know if you watched qualifying, Danny, but it does tend to get faster and faster because I think you only get to fuel up your car one time. And so it's just getting lighter (laughs) and lighter and lighter as the fuel burns off. Uh, And then the race is also 30 minutes plus one lap. So kind of similar to Formula E if you've seen that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Points are awarded for finishing positions just like Formula One. So 25 points to the winner. All the way down to one point for 10th and then at the end of the championship it's whoever has the most points there um, are 20 drivers in a season similarly right there are this year there's 18 okay so two fewer than last year but we have a uh, a number of reserve drivers which we've already dipped into um but yeah uh just if you if you watch thanks to the f1 partnership we now have f1 tv graphics and cameras which is a godsend if you watched uh, 2019 or any other lower tier championships before
1: (laughs) yeah well they have the yeah at least it's so much better because they're just there at the circuit while these cameras are there whereas you know an f2 and f3 would get this as well of course they all look great but when they were supporting dtm yeah it was maybe a different level of uh production going on there so i remember those first couple of races were a little bit rough to uh to watch. Uh, also, uh, interesting commentators. Um, you got David Coulthard, who's one of the ambassadors for this. Remember at the start, there was a bunch of people who kind of like stepped up and said like, oh. Yeah,
0: he, yeah he's yeah, he been doing some of the... I think he was involved, at least initially, with the selection process, like a driver-candidate uh, selection. Right. And Ted um,
1: Kravitz did a bunch of the... Pre- does he still do that? He used to I think do he, the, yeah. pre- the pit pre-show, and all the that pit stuff.
0: stuff. Yeah. Um yeah and alex jakes is now calling the races uh if you've ever heard uh watched any formula two or formula three um if you have yeah uh if you've heard formula two or if you've watched formula two you may also have heard one of the w series drivers uh in the commentary booth as well uh alice powell she uh right very very talented uh do you want to talk about um just watching the races and what what kind of uh you know color they take on or do you want to do drivers
1: um yeah let's I, i'll give you my sort of i guess what it's like to watch one of these races or what to expect i think expectation management on these is really important um not that it's not as good and you shouldn't be excited for it it's not that it's that with spec series in particular especially this type of spec series where they are even there is even less, you know, jiggery pokery, like you said, as than there is in like F two or F three. Um, mm-hmm. It's a different type of racing. It's it's less that it's less that all the cars that are in the grid are shuffled and that they are going to try as quickly as possible to get into the position where they think they should be. That's kind of where a lot of F one is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less that and more every position is there for the taking so they're a bit more patient because an overtake on the first lap is as likely if your strategy permits it as an overtake on the you know 10th lap it's not like oh my car is better at straight light oh my car needs to be you know it's better at taking corners my car is suited for this track so i need to you know but our quality isn't good so i need to do it here it's 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 less that and what you'd get in f1 as a result is a lot of drivers making risks or defending hard on first laps and then eventually it sort of shakes out into into this is where everyone is and they're all kind of split up um w series in my you see the far less blue flags (laughs) you're not getting a lot of back markers getting overtaken it does Mm -hmm. happen And, and some of the you know because there is a delta in you know some of these drivers, like JB Chadwick, who are, you know, creme de la creme. And then, like you said, you have a bunch of folks who are part of an academy or are getting their shot. And they're just not, you know, they're not there. Or they'll
0: go off on the first lap and, you know, yeah.
1: rejoin uh, a few seconds back or stall or something. Yeah. Right. Um, I also feel like... So, yeah. So, what I'm saying, I guess, is that, like, you tend to get battles throughout the race. People are bunched up more... Um, and there can be a lot of interesting action as a result. It can kind of happen from anywhere, um, which is which is pretty neat. Um, you're not like saying like, "Oh, we're gonna have 15 minutes of this." Then once the pits happen, then this will happen. It's less like you're just watching the race in the moment, um, which is pretty neat. Um, and then the other, I guess, thing about this uh, that that stood out to me, especially in the first season, um. And I want to be a bit delicate here because I don't, I don't want this to come across the wrong way or anything. But I did feel like in the first season, especially, that the drivers maybe knew that there were a lot of like um, critical eyes maybe on the sport. So, the, one of the things I was surprised about was how little contact there was between drivers. That everyone gave, there was good racing, there was good battles, but that everyone was giving each other a bit of space too. Um, This may be just me coming in, looking at this series and and not really understanding this level of spec series, but to me it felt like almost they were racing together too, like in a good way, I, I don't think it took away from the competitiveness, but that while they were fighting hard, and there were some, you know, you had mistakes from drivers this sort of stuff happens in f1 it happens in f2 it happens in f3 all the time right younger drivers and inexperienced drivers making sort of uh silly errors um what i found in w series was that the type of like aggressive like overly aggressive stuff that you can very much see in the the lower uh, f uh, series you didn't get a lot of that um and I don't necessarily think that's a women are different to men. Ven, women are from Venus and men are from are used to racing on Mars. It's, it, I, to me it felt a bit more like, oh, there was a lot of people looking at this series thinking this is some dinky shit and it'll fall apart, right? And like these drivers aren't that good or whatever. And it felt like they were just giving each other a bit of support, a bit, of, bit more wider berth um, as a result. As we go into this season, um, I don't think I'm as conscious of that anymore. Uh, it just seems like they're smart drivers so yeah. i can't tell if that first year was just me uh almost uh, projecting onto well, you know my but like concerns everyone, onto was, the season. everyone was figuring it out too
0: right you know none of but at the start of that first race none of them have done that
1: before so and, and no way on those circuits like it was yeah. They were weird circuits to be driving on some of them where you're like okay i'm not really used to seeing some of the oh these types of cars on these tracks yeah. um that yeah is- so that yeah
0: no that is a good point because like and now a lot of these drivers probably have never even been to these tracks before you know we kind of take it for granted that like oh here's a new guy into formula one because he's raced in formula (laughs) two or formula three he's been on these tracks all the time no like not for not for w series they may have seen these on tv or played them in a you know in iRacing or whatever but (laughs) um yeah, yeah, some totally of them, like new. like
1: Spa, I'm sure, is going to be new to, to a lot of them. Um, yeah, Yeah. should we do uh, go down the drivers here? This is my favorite part. This is my favorite part. The best thing about all racing, this is the only reason I do this podcast with Drew and Rob, <laughs> is that people have weird names. People <laughs> have weird names in motorsports. People have weird names around the world. We just get exposed to beautiful, weird names all yes. the time. Um, can I go through some of these? Should I go through? Can you tell me the team and I'll go through, or should we just go through as they are listed on the Wikipedia? Um,
0: uh, I can. I'll I'll go down my list here, and then I'll have you intro uh, with with what you know, and I'll just fill
1: in. How about that? Okay, I'm just going to say their names. Okay, Uh, for Veloci Racing, Veloci Racing with Jamie Chadwick. Yep, of course, uh, and Bruna Tomaselli.
0: Yes. Yeah, Jamie Chadwick, the defending champion. Yes, prodigy. Having won in uh, 2019. Yes. 23, um,
1: I think. She's pretty young.
0: Yes. Uh, she has a number of firsts in British motorsport. The first female and youngest driver ever to win a British GT championship. Right. Uh, and the first female winner of a British F3 race. Um, as a result of her winning the 2019 W Series championship, she got drives in um, uh, Formula. Uh, I'm sorry, Extreme E, which is the electric off-road rally racing discipline, which is really fun to watch. Uh, she is also a Williams development driver hmm. attached to the Formula One team, um, and close to my heart, did a 100 mile cycling challenge during the 2020 lockdown to raise money for a cancer charity.
1: Oh, you're kidding! Wow. Yeah. So Does she, she is seems she a very meme? Cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not yet Not yet uh, And yeah, Bruna Tomaselli Is a rookie She raced extensively in South America Before joining the Road to Indy Ladder uh-huh. Or IndyCar um, Spending three seasons there In the F2000 National Championship Whoa But uh, she, she pairs you know, One of W Series' big stars At, uh, at Valachi uh,
1: They are the green team Right, (laughs) good for Brazil.
0: Yes, Uh, where, yes, Bruno Tomaselli is from Brazil. Uh, And Jamie Chadwick from the UK. Uh, Next up is M. Forbes Motorsport.
1: Oh my God, no Brits on this team. There's a lot of Brits. There are, yeah. uh, uh, On this uh, calendar. Uh, Okay, we got Isla Agren, And my favorite named person in all of sport, Beitske Visser, which is (laughs) just like, and she's always in the mix. Because she was second oh, last yeah. year, so it's like, it's like a, you're constantly hearing commentators say Biteske which sounds like, it's like some sort of like enemy mine name or something. That's you know, like an <laughs> alien <laughs> planet or person.
0: You're right. Yeah. Uh, Biteske Visser from the Netherlands. Um, and yes, she is a, coming second in 2019, she's a fearsome competitor. In 2014. She raced in Formula Renault 3.5 against the likes of Carlos Sainz Jr., Pierre Gasly, and Esteban Ocon. Wow, that's mad. Um, and since taking second in W Series last season, she has raced in the European Le Mans Series, making history at the 24 Hours of Le Mans as part of the first all-female LMP2 team, finishing right. ninth in class. Uh, she won her first karting championship wearing one blue glove and one red one, which is now her trademark. That's awesome. Uh, And in 2020, when W Series did not have a real championship, they did an iRacing championship, (laughs) which is cool. And uh, she won that. So good at at the video game version too. Yeah, Uh, her teammate. Sorry, uh, from Norway, Ayla Agrin. She is also a rookie. She tried out for the W Series in 2019, but failed to get a seat. So she spent the following year driving the IndyCar
1: safety car. What? Yeah, you heard like in actual IndyCar. Yep, that is absolutely awesome. Oh my god. Yeah, uh,
0: that is M Forbes Motorsport. They are white with a blue accent.
1: Beautiful. Next up is Racing X. Racing X. I love these names. Uh, two Brits on this one: Jessica Hawkins and Alice Powell. Pretty straightforward names. <clears throat> yeah. Um To me, to our exactly to our, our ears, Brazilians is probably like Ugh, Hawkins. What? <laughs>
0: uh (laughs) yes alice powell from the uk came third in 2019 despite two retirements so she watch out um she's the first woman to score points in gp3 which is now formula three which she did in 2012 Uh, she took a break from racing and worked in home construction with her father until w series right uh she test drove a formula e car last year and recently became the official sim driver for Envision Virgin Racing,
1: uh, and uh, she has not had a great year though. Sixteens and top three races for this year, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: <clears throat> her teammate also from the UK, Jess Hawkins. Oh, sorry, I was talking about
1: Hawkins. Oh, okay. Powell. Yeah, sorry, Powell. That's, yes. <laughs> Powell has sorry. done pretty well. Yes, um, palace. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, Jess Hawkins is a, uh, she, she uh, drove for the Fast and Furious
1: live show. Oh my gosh. Which I don't like know tr- what that is, but I- Like a show or something? Yeah, like a,
0: I imagine it's like a- um, Like a circus. Yeah, like, <laughs> right, or a, uh, you know, you go Disney to Universal Studios or, right. <laughs> um, she is also uh, a stunt driver in the upcoming James Bond film. That's awesome. And probably, as a result, is now uh, a driver ambassador for the Aston Martin
1: F1 team. That makes sense. Man, isn't it funny just the different jobs you have to do to do this stuff it's yeah. at this level? It's wild. She also holds a Guinness World
0: Record for the fastest 0 to 100 miles an hour time in a lawnmower.
1: <laughs> and I can, uh, I can link you a video Please. to that if you want to put that in the show notes. Please do. I would be very... Law As an owner of a John Deere in a previous life, those things are rear-wheel drive and not very heavy. So even that one, you you, you don't want to... On a hill, you don't want to push it too hard. It'll might tip backwards. So I, I can't wait to see what... I'm surprised any lawnmower could even go 100 miles an hour.
0: Yes, uh, it's super souped up. It's pretty cool. Uh, Racing X is gray with an orange accent.
1: Mm. Uh, let's move on to Puma. Puma, Puma, wow! Well, they have four drivers here. Garcia. So yeah.
0: they, they, it's a uh, every team has two cars, but uh, I believe their main driver uh, is from South Africa and had to stay there for COVID ah. reasons, and so I think they have been rotating in all of the
1: um, reserve drivers. So cool. So Marta Garcia then is in the. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Marta Garcia is in the second seat. And then we have uh, or Caitlin Wood, Abby Pulling, and Garcia Redest. Yes. Um, Marta Garcia came fourth in
0: 2019. She has also won the FIA Karting Academy Trophy, uh, which she did in 2015, which had been won four years prior by one Charles Leclerc. Mm. Um, and she is one of my favorites to watch, or at least was in 2019. I would give her a Verstappen style of racing. Lots of okay. passing, aggressive moves. Uh, very fun to watch. Uh, and she came second in the iRacing competition. So, very strong racer. Um, Gossier-Rodest. She raced in the British uh, F4 series and took the prize for the most passes in the season with oh, okay. 72 beautiful that's great uh, they, they apparently call that the who zooms award oh very good is that sponsored by zoom <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> uh, she also has a masters in journalism
1: nice well there so, you go And good, her good career after that a lot of drivers try and do that without the masters so she should be a shoe in
0: yeah uh, and her racing hero none other than Robert Kibitza oh whose isn't Yes, so we, we like like Gosia. Um, let's see here. I didn't realize they were putting in Caitlin Wood, so maybe you could look up uh, her W Series
1: profile. Sure. I'm talking
0: is... about... Uh... Oh, you have it there?
1: Yeah. I have, well, I don't have the profile, but I have her. I'm on the Wikipedes. I have okay. her here. Um, she is a Aussie. Uh, 24 years old. Uh, has competed in the Bathurst uh, 12 a bunch of oh, times. Wow. Um, it's a grueling uh, race. Yeah. Um, has uh done uh, a lot of different series. Actually, Australian Formula Ford, Formula Four Australia, European GT Four, uh, Blancpain GT, um, Silver Cup. Uh, she's uh, she was in 13th in the W Series, um, in the high tech. Team in 2019. Um, Finished every race uh, 13 points. So, decent um, uh, showing. Um, Yeah. And she's also a race instructor, it seems. Oh, cool. Uh,
0: And I think she was the one that drove the W Series car at uh, the Goodwood Festival. Oh, neat. Yeah. Uh, But the other, let's see, reserve driver who has filled in, Abby Pulling. Uh, one of the youngest drivers on the field at 18 years old was a British karting champion uh, and has enlisted driver coaching services from none other than W Series competitor, Alice Powell. Oh, cool! So she is racing against her teacher in the <laughs> W Series. Uh, but that is the Puma team. They are yellow. Just like Pumas. Just like Pumas. Uh, let's move on to Ikiri who is blue with a white accent?
1: Well, that's I got another favorite name of mine. Uh, it's it sounds she sort of sounds like a fake version of a of a male F one driver, Emma Kimilainen. Um, yes. Uh, and then Abby Ethan as well. Uh, of course, Emma is uh, Finnish. In case it wasn't obvious, love. She's like Kimmy Räikkönen and Kova Line just <laughs> merged like went through some sort of fly machine and came out the other side as an awesome driver.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, you would, I, I would, I would expect um, nothing less from her performance. She qualified for W Series in 2019, but got injured in a crash in the first race and missed half the season. Right, I forgot
1: about that. But despite that, still got fifth in the championship. <laughs> so she's she's one of the like she because she's much more. Experienced. I think she's might be in her thirties as well, but she she has been in touring car and other racing series for a long long time.
0: Yeah, she she fared well in Formula Ford across Finland and Sweden, and was an Audi factory driver until the global financial crisis, uh, which led to funding drying up. Obviously, but um, uh, had a daughter in 2013, and then a year later got a drive in the Scandinavian Touring Car Championship. Uh, but yeah has, has really torn it up in W Series uh, there's also a great gif of her on the podium last season like shrugging off all of the champagne spraying just so she could <laughs> drink her champagne
1: <laughs> very Finnish yeah uh, that's yeah exactly that's good I like but that. also
0: very positive and likable you know unlike some other Finns we know in <laughs> Formula One
1: yeah um, she's awesome
0: yeah and uh, Abby Eaton from the UK you may know her as the test driver on Amazon's The Grand Tour. Yeah, uh, a GT3 class winner in the Blancpain Endurance Series, and was uh, was one of the ones that initially dismissed W Series for the you know the reasons we stated earlier, uh, but changed her tune once she saw the 2019 season. She enters as a rookie, but is definitely one of the ones with more experience.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's. Uh pushing she's 29 as well so a, a lot of experience yeah
0: uh that is Curie. they again are blue with a white accent
1: next up bunker racing the black Oh, team. bunker what a great great name for a team bunker racing uh first of all the pride of Liechtenstein, fabian woolen uh and then is it sabre sabre cook sabre sorry sabre cook uh of course an american
0: yeah so again, great names. Fabian Volvend uh, came sixth in 2019, a former banker. She <laughs> has steadily worked her way up through the Ferrari Challenge ladder, um, becoming the first woman to win a race for the Ferrari mark. Um, I'd say from memory
1: wow, that's of my,
0: my memories um, of 2019, she's not flashy but is consistent which goes a long way in a series like this. Uh, But yes, she's from Liechtenstein, though races with a Swiss license. Oh, okay. Uh, Saber Cook from the United States, the lone American from Colorado, as it happens. Uh, The first female winner of the Super USA Pro Tour National Championship Uh, and ran uh, some partial seasons in US Formula 4 and F2000 as part of the Road to Indy ladder. She came 12th in 2019 that is bunker racing uh the black liveried team
1: only a few left now that's right let's go with Siren. Siren. that's vicky Paria. Perea? Peria and Piria. man my pronunciation on these is terrible I mean, it's, it's, yeah <laughs> you have to hear him first <laughs> yeah. and mickey
0: kayama yes mickey um came seventh last year or last season she waited tables as a teenager to finance English school and racing school. Wow. Um, and from the this is from the W Series website has also won the all-female Kyojo Cup championship 3 years in a row. In 2018, she beat guest driver and future W Series teammate Baitska Visser.
1: Oh, that's neat. Uh, you should also know she is from Yokohama in Kanagawa Prefecture. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um, she is one of the most
0: fun to watch because she doesn't always qualify well, but absolutely can devour people in the race. <laughs> That's right. I love it. And it's not because of the car. It's, yes,
1: yeah. it's, it's her. Yeah. Exactly.
0: But yes, from Italy, Vicky Piria, uh came ninth in 2019, the first female driver in Formula 3 uh, in 2012, which was then GP3, and Ferrari's first ever driving instructor.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah female
0: driving instructor or driving instructor driving instructor there you go yeah so that is siren racing and they are dark blue uh next up i bet you can guess what color
1: scuderia w is (laughs) uh no italian drivers though uh belen garcia and sarah moore uh filling the seats there yes uh sarah moore from the uk in 2019
0: came eighth and has the most experience racing genetic cars do you know what these
1: are no what's a genetic
0: car they're like custom uh it's like a small one of these small british gt car brands uh that has their own racing championship Hmm. um lando norris i think um came third in one of the ones that that sarah moore won uh so that uh, includes an endurance championship in, in Genetic Cars for Sarah Moore in 2018. And some spoilers for this season, if you haven't watched them. Um, the first openly gay driver to stand on an FIA podium. Oh, wow. And uh, part of, perhaps, the best wheel-to-wheel battle this season, as you mentioned, Danny and Silverstone. Oh,
1: that was a bicycle as well, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, God, it was terrific. It was like, it was the it was basically the hanger straight and cops the whole way to sorry the hanger straight and what's the turn at the end of the hanger straight Go I can't off. picture it
0: but it's like it's basically like the verstappen hamilton battle if it had gone on for an entire lap
1: yeah if it had started way earlier and if it was uh if yeah if if it had um uh, continued the whole way through yeah it went from the Stowe Stowe is the one at the end of the hangar straight from Stowe the whole way to Cops so almost the entire <laughs> track I was so good I was like it was like pretty close to the end it was like the third last second last lap or something um, yeah really really good
0: yes and her teammate uh, from Spain Belen Garcia no relation to Marta Garcia but also extremely quick uh, does pole vaulting
1: in her spare time yeah that's normal hobby Drew it's a normal thing you do and you're not also driving cars. Here's my for question. A job.
0: I think she specifically said, "Like, yeah, I wanted to do something very difficult, so I chose pole vaulting." How do you get started at pole
1: vaulting? You should get a pole and jump over your house <laughs> Put a for a mattress somewhere. I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I exactly. Do you start with like a tiny little one? Like, do you, do you do a high jump for a couple of weeks and, right. and then and then stick a pole under yourself? God, that's wild. Drivers are crazy. Yeah, exactly. These people are just like you know I went for a run man yesterday I did like two miles I was dead I was like these people are just pole vaulting for fun what is going on yeah exceptional Uh,
0: humans finally W Series Academy they are the
1: purple team yes they are starring the Spaniard Nerea Marti and Irina Sidorkova Sidorkova from Russia in case that wasn't obvious enough (laughs) (laughs) yes yes
0: um from Spain Nerea, Nerea Marti has some experience in Spanish Formula 4 um but is a rookie uh if not 19
1: for, yeah. yeah or actually sorry Arena is 18
0: yes very young uh as as we mentioned the W Series Academy tries to pick younger drivers and give them a solid 2 years if not for racing Nerea says uh she would have pursued flamenco dancing <laughs> which is uh, right on brand for Spain I guess
1: yeah, it sounds, it's a, yeah, it's kind of, um, it was racist of her to say that. <laughs> That's wild. Could you do that? I guess you can do that professionally. I mean, in river dance, I remember the flamenco dancers. I mean, Spain is probably the only place that you can do that professionally
0: bullfighting, castanets, <laughs> all of the above. Uh, and yes, from Russia, Irina, or I think she goes by Ira Sidorkova. Uh, she is the series youngest driver at 18 and uh, Danny we have it now a driver who was inspired to start racing because they
1: saw the movie cars oh my god I love it lightning mcqueen well she's just so did she just want to like crush american <laughs> like <laughs> fashion? for she was like this is some propaganda pro-american race car movie I will crush you sorry i um, now i'm now i'm on a sort of a kick for, for a <laughs> she seems very nice she does not seem like
0: a uh even drago of of w series uh, she has everything no... she
1: drives she destroys no it's not that
0: <laughs> if she drives she drives uh um, she has been mostly racing in russia up to now in karting rallying and touring cars awesome which I is a lot for an 18 year old yeah it's a lot she's Uh, but has looked very strong in W Series so far
1: Uh, she came third in that iRacing championship by the way cool yeah an 18 man it's like it's awesome that's really cool
0: Uh, our other reserve drivers Naomi Schiff um, I think is the the only black driver uh, in the field and she also does a lot of the commentary okay kind of cool like (laughs) alright gotta go guys gotta jump in this car because I'm the reserve driver (laughs) she's from Germany um and uh finally the driver that uh i think uh has had to stay in her home country of south africa maybe my favorite
1: name of the field Tasman pepper fantastic absolutely fantastic that's like a video game character yeah it's too strong it's too powerful for sure uh and that's those are our drivers and teams man i want more weird i want more names this is the everyone who comes into f1 gets to enjoy this for the first time all the weird names Valtteri bottas what is that <laughs> what does that mean yeah Visser. terrific yeah it's great it, uh, it it i think as well as we talk about this a lot on the primer um for this the the season primer for f1 is that once you know the people and their stories it all starts to become more interesting it's it's so much about the personalities and the experience and when you see like a you know somebody who's had a 10-year racing career driving against a 19 year old um or somebody who did really well last year or two people who used to be on a team together or a student and a teacher like that's where so much of the human drama of racing comes from is the stories that are told and the stories we tell ourselves about the drivers so yeah it's i I think for me like a lot of these drivers i don't really know who they are yet but there are six or seven who i do and i have my little stories about them and i have my opinions and things i remember so if you're gonna check out some of these races um i think just Thinking about a couple of these drivers that you know that especially the ones that are in both seasons, if you go back and watch the 2019 season, like try and try and you know put your finger on the pulse of a couple of drivers who are in both and and that will really help you sort of connect with racing um which is the same with every racing uh, series, honestly
0: yeah, um, and if you do want to watch, it is a little tricky, yeah, um, depending on your region. You may be able to catch the races live on Facebook, YouTube, and or Twitter, uh, but that will, again, depend on TV licensing rights, of course. Uh, if you're in the U.S., the races are streamed on a TV channel called BN In Sports. You got to be in sports, man. Uh, which I believe you can watch without paying anything on their website live again. Okay. Um, however, if you want the ability to watch races on demand, which is how I watch virtually all of my racing right uh the best way that i've found is to pay 10 bucks a month for sling tv's world sports package and then use your login for uh for sling on the b sports app uh, which is called b sports connect uh, or through the b sports website
1: Uh, or you actually use the sling website itself right I did. I just logged in via Sling, and it was there. It was a bit messy to find it, and it's it's basically a a like they have removed it from the live broadcast. So I think it still has like you know I think it starts in ads, and, and there's still ad breaks or something. Okay. It, it felt a bit like the old school VOD, you know, not just a file uh-huh. of the of the race. Um, but yeah, it was good, and it was definitely preferable to. They do have highlights on the W Series YouTube channel, but they're fairly short. They're like five minutes or so. Yeah. Uh, if you do,
0: if you have a cable package, though, be sure to check because you may magically have B in Sports. B in Sports. Yeah. It's like one it's of those a fairly slides. Popular. In
1: there. Yeah. Like if you're if you were like me went to, went to a lot of like Irish bars and Mexican restaurants so you could watch soccer because it wasn't shown anywhere else. <laughs> uh-huh. B in Sports was always on. Like it was like a it's a pretty you know but those are my two go-tos i whether i listened to it in spanish or english depended on whether or not the which 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 was closer there was a really good uh central american restaurant uh in maryland that used to have all the games on but i used to listen in (laughs) spanish but it was good the guys at the place would translate for me nice uh well that's that's
0: all i've got danny
1: yeah, is there any way of watching the... The only thing I was going to ask was the 2019 season. They used to put all these on YouTube, the full races. Have they taken those down? I think the only one
0: that you can watch that's not region locked is the Reverse Grid
1: exhibition race. Um, oh, I found, no, I found a playlist. I found a playlist. I will put this in the show notes. I found a playlist that I think has all the races on it. Well, seven races. Try, so
0: try clicking on one of them and seeing okay. if it's blocked in your country. Um.
1: Yeah. No, they straight up. I. I have found that it works in the states anyway, or at least in Northern California. Um, great. All right. They're, so we put that in the show notes. To sixty minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. I will for sure put that in the show notes. That's great because that'll be a great way of like. I mean, you can watch a whole season. It's like what seven races in the first season. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Five reverse grid race they did an asin, which was a non-championship race and then six. So there's seven races but six counted. Um, That's yeah, I cool. I think if, if you need to use a
0: VPN um, the UK is what you want. The, right. Choose a
1: UK server. Cool. Awesome. Alright, is that it Drew? That's it! That's W Series. W Series 101. Out. Yeah. Thank you so much for doing all of the research. <laughs> My pleasure. Um, thank you so much to all of our patrons for supporting us. Uh, if you're interested in any of our old podcasts, of course, check your feed. You have access to all of them. Uh, lots of other there's primers in there. There's film reviews. There's a bunch of bits and bobs. Uh, also, if you're listening to this and you're on Patreon or you have your email stuff open, shiftf1podcast at gmail dot com. Um, you have another series or something you're interested in us covering um as a 101 or a primer uh let us know we're always sort of open to doing that there's a couple we've done in the past that we could probably do refreshers on um i'm not sure if you knew i'm not sure if i told you this but uh our good friend gurk uh gurkhan um our ex-colleague uh turk he lives like up the road from me now what really yeah he moved oh then we got to do moto gp again right yeah we we had him on for a moto gp episode on alt f1 god six years seven eight years ago, a long time ago now yeah. um so that will be neat he moved here and then COVID happened so i have not seen him oh man <laughs> okay <laughs> but he used to be really far he used to be down in the south bay so yeah um we'll try and get him in between his uh his triathlons or cycling or he 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 likes to he likes to do that live that life um but yeah let us know and we'll, we'll be happy to to do them we will be back next month with should we tell them at least sure what we're doing next month what are we yeah. doing next month Drew?
0: we are doing uh we, we're planning on putting it up during the off-season break um because we won't have regular podcast episodes so uh you'll just have to tide yourself over with speed racer <laughs> i am so excited to see that i've never seen this movie and i have heard so
1: many different opinions about it i'm i i want to finally have my own I think it's the only Wachowski movie I have not watched I have watched Bound I have watched all the Matrix movies I'm a huge fan of I even watched Cloud Atlas and that other weird one about the vamp about the werewolves and whatever that I forget what that was called had a weird name I've watched them all but I have not watched Speed Racer and I have only consumed it through YouTube videos about how good it is so (laughs) I'm excited to actually watch it now yeah, me too. Should uh, So I'll be coming pretty soon during the during the, the the race break, the season break. Uh we look forward to uh having you there. We'll have Rob back as well for that one. He was otherwise uh, indisposed this week. Um but uh yes, we'll be back as a crew for the next one. Thank you so much for your support as ever. Thank you for uh being with us on this uh crazy couple of years of F1 nonsense. Um as we have gone from the covid worlds to the kind of still in COVID but at least there are people in the stands I think we're all okay world um, lots more racing going on this year lots more exciting patron exclusive podcasts and we'll see you on the next one
0: Meow.